the church say amen again. Our God, he is alive. And if you're not moved this morning by this singing, you're serving the wrong God. And we need to go on and bury you and get it over with. Thank you, Brother Dory. Thank you for your participation. And we thank all of those who are visiting with us this morning. If you're here for the first time, or maybe this is your second time. It was so good the first time, you had to come back again. But nevertheless, we thank you for being here. And we hope and pray that you come only with one focus. And that is to worship God in spirit and in truth. And if you're not a member of the Church of Christ, that blood-bought institution that Jesus paid for with his own blood, that he is the Savior, he's the head and the Savior of it. Ephesians chapter 5. You're not a member of this institution. It's our prayer that something can be said, whether throughout the lesson, throughout conversation, while you're here today, that will prompt you to think more concerning about your soul's salvation. Hebrews 9 and 27 teaches us that we all have an appointment, and that appointment is death. But even after death, there shall be a judgment. And that judgment is going to be very simple. The Word of God is going to determine whether we were obedient or disobedient. It's just that simple. Yes, we are in need of God's grace. But the bottom line is, were we obedient or not? Did we make the proper preparations in being ready to hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant? Our souls are going to spend eternity somewhere. So wouldn't it just make sense to know or to be prepared because we know our soul is going to spend eternity somewhere to be ye ready? So I hope and pray that your mindset this morning is doing whatever is necessary to get yourself right with God, to be in the right fellowship, to be in the right uh, relationship with God so that heaven can one day be your home. Because truth, no one in their right mind wants to go to hell. This morning, I have to put a disclaimer out first and foremost because our lesson this morning, who is my neighbor, has America forgotten about God and the meaning of compassion? I'm, I'm not a political person. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I, I, I'm, I'm even hesitant on even declaring myself an independent. I love this country. But there are a lot of things that go on in this country I don't like. So don't take my message this morning as bad-mouthing America. I've been to many countries. I've been halfway around the world. I've sailed many, if not all, the seven seas. And I know there are some places I would never want to go back. I've been to some places, and after returning, I kissed the ground of the United States of America. So I want you to know up front 
My lesson this morning is not about bad-mouthing these United States of America that we live in. The problem that I have and that God has concerning my lesson this morning is, have we forgotten about God? And has America forgotten about the meaning of compassion? So don't mix it up. Don't leave saying, and you can leave saying whatever you want to say. That's why it's recorded. But I know the intent and the meaning of the lesson. And America is in trouble. A country so blessed with so much. A country so rich with minerals and resources. America has put God to the side. We have a situation in our country today. Immigration is a major problem in our country today. Many will say it's a major problem. It's not truly a major problem. I believe there should be laws to process and, and to allow people to come into this country a certain way. There should be laws. There should be a process. But when situations have come to the point where we treat human beings worse than animals, America has lost its way. America has lost its sense of compassion. That there are laws that are more strict in maintaining the health and welfare for dogs than there are for human beings. Something is wrong in America. And we have two gang members arguing and fussing and fighting over foolishness while people live in deplorable conditions only because they are seeking a better life. There are ways to process and to retain people better than what's going on in America today. Animal shelters. You know, when you go to a doctor an animal from the animal shelter. They come and inspect your home. They make you sign papers. Grant them, <coughs> grant them the, the right to come follow up and check up on that animal you adopted. And what's even more mind-blowing, if you tell them your pet is going to live outside, they will deny you the right to adopt an animal. But yet, America are caging human beings. America is separating children from their parents. We still have today close to 2,000 children who have been separated from their parents and nobody is claiming to know the whereabouts. Men wait until six to eight weeks before they will separate a puppy from its mother. Wow. 
government is allowing children to be ripped and torn apart from their parents, shipped across the country, and nobody claims to know their whereabouts. Maybe they are in the sex trafficking network now. We may never know. These parents may never see their child or their children again. Something is wrong in America. How can the restrictions in maintaining an animal be more stringent and be more strict than taking care of a human being? Something is wrong. We've lost our way. But church, I'm hoping and praying that at the end of this lesson, we don't leave here as a matter of politics. We don't leave here debating whether you're Democrat or Republican or Independent or even the Green Party. I hope and pray that when I finish today and when this worship service is over, we will find compassion in our hearts once again. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, tempted Jesus, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What is written in the law? Reads that. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor, and thy neighbor, and your neighbor, as thyself. You don't lock them up in cages. You don't allow them to go 30 and 40 days without taking a shower. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Who is your neighbor? Who is our neighbor? citizens of the United States of America who are our neighbors. And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed leaving him half dead. By chance there came down a certain priest, a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. A priest. A priest. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. 
certain Samaritan. But a certain Samaritan, the least that you would ever expect. Surely the priest, the quote-unquote man of God, would have done something. If nothing else, say a prayer. A Levite, tribe of which the priests come out. Not even a, are you okay? But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. On him. He has something that those folk dressed and called themselves to be religious didn't have. He has something that we in America have lost focus on and are not tuned in about hardly anymore. He had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an end, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay you. Jesus asked the question, which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Who is our man? This, this can't be right. This can't be right. How can it be mandated that only so many animals in one kennel? But yet you'll crowd in men on top of men and even including sometimes children among men in deplorable, nasty, filthy conditions. How many empty stores have opened and have closed down? that the buildings could be rented? How many military tents could be set up? How many Porter Johns could be rented? America has lost its way.
question Jesus asked. Which of the three? Which of the three? And the Lord answered, the one that showed mercy. Where is our mercy? How can we forget when we were dead in our trespasses? How can we forget when we were all bundled up and wrapped up and on death row to eternal damnation that God so loved the world and provided a Savior, provided a sin sacrifice for us? But yet, now, we see animals being extinct higher than humans. Something is wrong. How can you give people a, a, a piece, a tin ball, to keep warm and to cover yourself? How can you expect to prevent the outbreak of diseases and all other types of things, and you won't even allow people to take a shower in over 30 or 40 days. Where are they going to use the restroom? One radio personality said last week, and I had to pray and ask God to forgive me for my he said, this is a step up from where they came from. And they should be happy to live like this. Where is the compassion? You can walk into a, 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 a humane society of shelter and we can see a face like this and our hearts will melt. It will melt. Even if we can't adopt the dog and take it home, we remember and we just talk about how pretty and oh, just how heartfelt you were when you saw it. But yet we will see even children with mental challenges and disabled locked in a cage. But there's no conversation. There's no melting of our hearts. There's no discussion because America has lost its way. The same compassion God had on us, we've lost it. Because it's become political correctness. Instead of siding with God, we've allowed politics to overcome Christianity. say, it's not my fault. But my question is, who is your name? Well, what can I do? 
can become just as vocal about the mistreatment of human beings just like you become as vocal when it's some political agenda item that you believe in. We've lost our way. One county in Georgia has passed an ordinance which forbid you to even tie your dog up outside. But you were cage human beings. And someone was saying, that's a step up. so caught up in being a Republican or a Democrat that we abuse human life. Yeah, surely some or many may need to be shipped back. Yes, that needs to be a process. of their skin and because of what they suffered and had to grow up through. There are more people entering this country other than through Arizona, Texas, and California. Who is our man? They are our man. Are you a good Samaritan? Or are you the priest? Just wear the clothes to give the appearance of holiness. Or are you a Levite? Regardless of what, just don't care. Just don't come near me. I'd rather go around and avoid the situation and not become a part of it. So I'll just venture on the other side. Just maybe somebody else, just maybe somehow, some way, just maybe it'll take care of itself. How can a man say he loves God whom he's never seen? But yet see his brother. But yet see his neighbor. Every day. And yet close his bowels of compassion. Not do anything.
We need to demonstrate. We need to advocate. We need to speak up. We need to have compassion. You may say, there's nothing I can do to change the situation. You don't know what you can do until you try. If God be for us, who can be against us? The problem we have in our society today is we have people in places who don't fear and don't love God anymore. But I believe there are still some who can bend the ear of God, who can cry out. And even in situations when people can't do for themselves, the people of God can cry out unto God for them. Amen. Don't tell me there's nothing we can't do. Amen. We allow things to escalate. We allow things to get to this point because we don't want to be involved. Because it doesn't directly affect you. You don't see them house up down the street from you. So you know what? It's easy to just forget about it. I could turn my TV off and pretend it don't exist. People are dying. People are contracting diseases. And we sit here and we sing songs about how we love Jesus. We sing songs and lie and say, I want to be a worker for the Lord. We gather and we sing songs and we, we stick our chests out and we pat each other on the back. Yet we turn a deaf ear to compassion. To Jesus I know, had compassion. The Jesus I serve, the Jesus I know, long through, he stuck his hand out to help lift up the downtrodden. Fed those that were hungry. We could sing a lie just as much as live one and tell one. But if we have lost our compassion, how dare we sit here and lie and say we belong to the Lord? I do, brother man. Start by examining yourself. Start by examining yourself. You have representatives. You have congressmen or congresswomen. Write them. Call them. What good is that going to do? What good is it going to do if you don't? 
Start a campaign. I'm not saying you got to run balls. I'm simply saying America needs to get its focus back on having compassion. These are not animals. These are Why should a facility be that clean for animals? But you will send me to jail if I put an animal in there. We don't have to go to Texas or California to show compassion. We can start right here at home. Even among ourselves. If you love him, keep his commandments. If you love me, Jesus said, keep my commandments. What are his commandments? First and foremost, love the Lord thy God with all you have. All you have. And love your neighbor as yourself. You want to go to heaven? You know what you got to do to get there. Well, help somebody else. Reach out. Show compassion. Show encouragement. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ to be your Son of God. Be baptized for the remission of your sins. 
today. Not next week, not a month from now, today. Because this evening is not fun. I say it all the time. I don't care if you went and had a physical last week and the doctor gave you a clean bill of health. You don't know what's going on in your body. Furthermore, you don't have to be sick to die. All of us have an appointment. And you don't know your appointment time may be closer than you're willing to acknowledge. So get it right today. The day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. What's our song, Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Again, don't come to me about political. I'm not a political person. I tell you now, I get attitude about politics. I pray for those in authority. I'd rather just be a Christian. Leave all that other stuff. If you want it, if you want it, you can have it. I'd rather just be a Christian. Because if me being a Democrat gonna cause me to ignore and allow people to live in deplorable conditions like that, I don't want to be one. If being a Republican is gonna allow me and 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 portray me to be one who support people to live in deplorable condition like that. I don't want to be a liberal. I don't want to be a liberal. I don't want to be an independent. Just let me be a Christian. Just let me do what I can to show compassion. Let us together stand. Let us stand. Hey.